This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. Hi, my name is Adam Homey, and I'm honored once again by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. I'm coming to you from one of our many remote locations. What is great about my lifestyle is the portability. I'm at a remote location today, and I was very happy to be able to step out for a few minutes to have an interesting conversation with another entrepreneur who is making the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. So today, I introduce you all to Drew Vernon, who is the education director for an organization known as Tony's, and we're going to actually just have him tell you about himself. So Drew, welcome aboard. It's great to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. I appreciate it. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Uh, so, so Drew, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? And actually, let's merge the first two questions. So let's ask that one, and then just tell us what it is that you do. Like, what is the product? What is the service? Yeah, so uh, I'm a marketer. I started out in beauty marketing. I transitioned in, into toys uh, about six years ago because I got bored selling lotion. Uh, I went to Lego and I managed uh -huh. the U.S. preschool business for Lego. And now I work for a company called Tony's. All right. Uh, Tony, Tony's is a screen-free audio system for kids. Uh, we sell the Tony box, uh, which uses little figures called Tony's to play different songs and stories. So what we're essentially doing is we're providing a screen-free uh, resource to parents and teachers across the country to help get their kids off of screens, to help them in the early stages of literacy, and uh, that's, you know, helping them become creative thinkers and uh, and helping them as they grow and develop. Okay, so let me just do a quick uh, follow-up question here. And again, I'm placing myself in a position who's hearing about this for the very first time. I like the screen-free part. So I'm going to ask a really Captain Obvious question, and you're welcome to correct me. In fact, please do. Does this mean you're giving them toys? Uh, yeah, this uh, sometimes we're classified as a toy. Uh, sometimes we call it ed tech. Basically, okay. it's a speaker box. And uh, as I mentioned, it uses figures. Each one of these figures is called a Tony. It has mm -hmm. a magnet so that it'll stay on the box. Oops, that one's a little heavy. Uh, <laughs> let's see which one? I'll grab Pete the cat. He's one of our favorites. 
Oh, 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 I, okay. Yeah, for those of you who are watching the video version, and if you can see it on our website and also on our companion YouTube channel, Drew is right now holding up the speaker box, and there's a black cat, oh, black cat too, because I have two black cats, being held onto the box, and uh, I guess the box speaks in his voice. Uh, yeah, so you wake it up by pinching the ears. It's designed for mm -hmm. little kids to be able to operate independently without a, an adult. And that's okay. all done through tactile play. So Pete's going to start reading a story, Pete the Cat. Uh, he's got a chip inside of him that tells him what to read. We've got Tony's for Dr. Seuss, for you know Disney princesses, PBS Kids, National Geographic, mm -hmm. et cetera. Growing library. But the whole point is to get young kids operating <laughs> this independently and listening to stories from a very young age without a screen. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for holding that up so I could see it visually. Now I understand it perfectly. And I see how, I mean, this kind of reminds me of my childhood. That game where you spun the arrow and it made an animal noise. Um, I had my toy record player. I had my toy calculator. I even had a toy computer. And this was in the very early days of computers. And uh, heck, I think I even had a toy vacuum cleaner that actually, actually had suction on it, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, it was like a miniature Hoover. They sold it in a J.C. Penny catalog. Remember back in the day when we got the J.C. Penny catalog? It came around October, and everybody ran to the, the to the toy section. Man, I couldn't wait. I would I would hover over that thing for weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah. So, Drew, what are a few of the frequently asked questions that people have as they're learning more about Tony's and making their decision to get involved with it? Yeah, the first thing is what's wrong with screen time? I think a lot of us like know kind of in our gut that we should limit screen time for kids, um, but we don't always know why. Uh, we just went through a global pandemic where the world shut down, our schools shut down, and we started giving our two-year-olds, three-year-olds uh, iPhones. We gave them uh, tablets. We gave them Netflix shows. And as the pandemic subsided, our habits didn't. And now we're about we're above... Uh, media consumption levels. Kids are now watching 20 to 50% more screens than they were pre-pandemic. So that's mm -hmm. the question that I get asked. I think it uh, affects children's behavior. It causes social anxiety. It causes inability to focus or attention deficit. Um, so the answer to why I reduce screen time is to help you know prevent kids from having those adverse effects and to give them a screen-free alternative that can uh, just be ju be just as engaging. Right. And I would also add that one of the byproducts, and uh, personally, I like this, and I know there are different opinions on it, is we have a lot more homeschooling than there used to be. Now, proper homeschooling, I'm not referring to remote learning by your local school district. I mean, mm -hmm. actual homeschooling is basically a screen experience uh, where the curriculum lasts, I mean, depending on which program you use, two to four hours a day. So yeah. we, we have a place where uh, you know, through homeschooling, it's a bit more self-directed and it's also a bit more matched to the student's actual capabilities. But at the mm -hmm. same time, it is on a screen. And at the same time, mm -hmm. it gives opportunities because you're not being shuffled from classroom to classroom, so to speak, every 42 minutes for students to be able to explore on their own things more. So having something like Tony's gives them the opportunity to practically and kinesthetically learn more outside of the screen time as part of their homeschooling curriculum. So I think it also would fit within that, I believe. Uh, yeah, we're very popular among homeschooling families, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are a few questions you wish people would ask? 
Um, I think I love to talk about the storytelling process. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's undervalued to, to be able to, to understand how stories are constructed and to teach that to our kids. And so I like to talk about the hero's journey. Uh, I simplify it for a, a children's audience, which is basically stories are about heroes that overcome challenges to get to a treasure or a reward. And that's the point of giving a kid a story and to teach them how to be the hero of their own story. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, um, so let's switch gears here for a minute. And, uh, let me ask you a few things that are going to help our listeners get to know Drew better. Uh, so first of all, Drew, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? This is where you get to surprise your friends. <laughs> uh, I, um, have kind of like a monkey brain. Like I see mm -hmm. the vision of, of what something can be. Uh, I've spent my career trying to figure out how to materialize that because sometimes my vision uh, surpasses my capability or my ability. Mm -hmm. And so that's my quest is to, to learn how to, you know, really take an idea and and make it into something real. Uh, and that's what I'm venturing to do. Well, you know, uh, that just basically means you're creative. Um, I don't have it right in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase and, I, paraphrase, and I may be off by a number here. But I love this one quote from Elon Musk where he says, if you have something that you want to accomplish and you think it's going to take you 10 years, try doing it in six months. You'll probably, fa you'll probably fail, but at least you'll be a lot further ahead than the person who just, just assumed it would take 10 years. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of a quote from my seventh grade English teacher. She said, you know, it's better to uh, aim for the stars and miss than aim for a cow pie and hit. <laughs> I haven't heard that variation before, but I can certainly endorse it. So uh, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Uh, you know, I work for a company that sells stuff. We got to make money. I got to get a paycheck. I, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. I, I really try to do things that help people and, and I'm in the children's space. So I'm trying to do things that help kids. And so I would hope that people would say that, you know, I truly, you know, believed in what I was doing and I was doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. If you go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? Uh, so I started a business, uh, when I was living in Connecticut, uh, I started, uh, the state's first state licensed drop-in daycare center. Uh, mm -hmm. I did that while I was working full-time leading the preschool business for Lego. And it was a little bit too much. I got in over my head. I ended up having to sell the business, uh, pretty quickly. Um, that's probably one yeah. of my big regrets is trying to take on too much, uh, at one time. Well, yeah. And you know, ha I mean... <laughs> everybody has been there uh at some degree at some level so basically welcome to the club on that one what famous person alive or dead would you like to meet and what question would you have for them if they had the opportunity uh i've always been fascinated with the uh the story of the endurance which was a uh, 20th century ship that went sailed down to uh, antarctica uh captain mm -hmm. by Ernest shackleton uh, I yep. take a lot of uh, inspiration in that story, how he uh, he saved his entire crew uh, over the course of about a year and a half. I, I'd love to ask him, you know, what kept him going, uh, how he found the uh, the will and determination to, to carry on. Yeah, when you were saying that, I was thinking about, and this is a story from about, I think, eight or nine years ago. It happened down in Chile where those miners 
got stuck down in that shaft for like months on end and uh mm-hmm. and just and just the whole thing about how they kept them alive and how they ultimately were able to extract them which is a real challenge and i'm thinking yeah. boy what would it be like to be stuck in a hole like that uh i mean you see they're trying to get you out but they also see that it's almost like a mission impossible sort of thing am i like yeah. am i ever going to get out of here am i ever going to see the sun again mm-hmm yeah, yeah, there's something about the human spirit, I think, when uh, when challenged and, and brought to your kind of limits that, that brings out something almost superhuman, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So what motivates, inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Uh, for me, it's uh, it's learning and relearning. And I, I recently kind of got fired up uh, onto this is just the fact that we can get better every day and the things that we learn today can help us tomorrow and um just having that vision of not just working for today to you know punch in punch out nine to five but actually to try to leave a legacy and try to build something that's bigger than yourself and that's what keeps me going yeah you know i find i find it funny here um uh normally i wear my higher level capsule wardrobe to these interviews but today here i am in a in a hoodie with a t-shirt and so are you and uh and i have my really big black glasses that are transitioning because i'm out in the sunlight and uh you have your your red glasses so it's almost like we coordinated (laughs) that's right yeah Yeah. So uh, finally, uh, and we're going to be done here in about a minute. Uh, so before we do that, I know you have an invitation for our audience, and I'm going to extend that on your, your behalf. But in general, what is one thing you would encourage our listeners to do as soon as they finish listening to this? Yeah, I would encourage uh, people just to do one thing that helps limit their screen time uh, for themselves or for their kids, whether that's putting it away at 9 p.m. and not you know, coming back to it. Um, uh, or just, you know, I actually uh, switched my screen to black and white, which uh, annoys me sometimes. But uh, that's the point because it keeps me from the endless scroll on Instagram. So um, and sometimes I switch it back to color. But uh, just do one thing uh, to limit screen time and to be mindful about it. That's my advice. All right. All right. So for our uh, people who are watching this, um, either on our website or on the companion YouTube channel, you can see it on your screen right now. For everybody else, I'm going to read it out loud twice. Go to us.tonies, that's spelled T-O-N-I-E-S dot com, us.tonies com and for those who saw the video version or are going to go back now and watch it you'll see uh, you may recall that a few minutes ago drew held up one of the speaker boxes with the cat uh, hold it up again for us one more time so go to that website and you'll see their entire selection so whether you have a kid or whether your friend or your relative has a kid who may be able to benefit from this very exciting learning tool that is not on a computer or heck uh, for the kid and all of us <laughs> go, go get one man uh put it on your desk and have some fun with it so again that's uh, us.tonies.com and with that drew vernon thank you so much for being with us today it's been an honor and believe me in education uh the pleasure is mine thank you adam 
Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast. Oh,